an app designed to help you get emergency help more quickly. That's our destination. I'm Fred Fishkin. The app is called Rescue, R-E-S-C-U. And joining us is CEO Paolo Piscatelli. Thanks for taking the time, Paolo. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, tell us what Rescue is and what it does. Sure. Uh, Rescue uh, began um, actually close to our family. We had been in uh, private dispatch and public safety dispatch for almost uh, 45 years. And there was a medical emergency that happened with a member of my family, my dad, and he went to call 911. And unfortunately, it took about 45 minutes for the ambulance to arrive from the time that he first called, the time to answering questions to the time that the ambulance showed up. And unfortunately, that was just too long. So we created a faster way to get help. Uh, just two taps on your screen. And we have a private dispatch center that's UL listed. It's a five diamond rated dispatch center. That's your own private dispatch. And it works uh, nationwide and it delivers fire, police, or medical assistance to your location in seconds. So tell us how it does what apparently 911 can't always do. Sure. Uh, it's a great question. So the first thing is that uh, you predetermine uh, and, and pre-communicate your information into the mobile application. So your name, your address or multiple addresses like your office or your mom's house or parents' house, uh, your kid's school. Um, if anybody has any pre-existing medical conditions uh, and then there's nonverbal scripts, the way to answer where it's just a faster way to communicate Anybody that uses modern day messaging applications or texting or uh, social media communication applications, it, you can communicate more information with more individuals faster. Rescue aims to communicate uh, information quicker to give it to our first responders. So that enables them to act quicker. Uh, 911 technology was founded over 100 years ago and uses old telephone networks and verbal prompts when verbal communication may not always be accessible or the best option for everybody, depending on your emergency. But don't, uh, don't they have to then go to the 911 dispatcher? Is it, it would seem like it's like an extra step. Obviously it's not, but the, how, how are you circumventing that? So again, we, we streamline the information, right? When you're on the phone with 911, you have to answer questions like, what's your closest cross street, sir, ma'am, on a scale of one to 10, uh, what's the severity of your pain? You often have to repeat the same information that you're already giving. And they do this in a triage and a verification uh, method. And it's done verbally. Uh, Frank, my dad had a diverticulitis attack. Are you familiar with what that is? Describe it for us. If you it's inflammation in your intestines and in your lower intestines. And, you know, he was an Italian guy from South Boston. And I can assure you he's never had a problem communicating his whole life. But during that diverticulitis attack, it was actually very difficult to communicate just simple words uh, in, a, in a K through five vocabulary setting. So we don't always think about what our emergencies can be like until we experience them. And sometimes when it's too late and I can tell you this, your closest cross street, where you are, your location, those aren't the times to be communicating with dispatchers verbally what those are, and you may not be in the right state. So you need to do that ahead of time and then just act quickly uh, and send the same information that you would over a phone call 
but do it over an instant push server to server through modern, modern technology. Interesting. So step us through the user experience here, the setup and, uh, and what the experience is like. Sure. Yeah. So a, a user would, um, if they choose to sign up with Rescue, they enter in their uh, personal information, their medical information, and any locational information, um, as well as any information that might be pertinent um, that would help first responders help them get the best response and best safety possible. Um, and then once you're a subscriber of Rescue, uh, you have your own private dispatch that's 24-7 readily available should you have an emergency or should you see something with your smart home technology uh, where a certain threshold is met and you need uh, first response. And then it's two taps on your screen. You choose either fire, police, or an ambulance and hit send alert and then help is on the way. Instantly, your friends and family are notified via text message that something's wrong and you're having an emergency. And then the dispatch center is also queuing up your local first responders, the first responders that are that would actually respond to your location, whether that be through a GPS signal or an address that you've predetermined in the application. So that's and then you can from there speak with a live dispatcher if you are able to speak. You can chat with a live dispatcher if you want to actually chat and provide uh, dynamic details to what's happening during your emergency. Or we provided an even easier way with uh, post-dispatch questions that ask you yes, no, depending on what emergency uh, you've picked. That actually comes straight from the 911 queue. It's just a much faster way to answer those uh, through a graphical user interface. Tell me about the, the platforms that, that you're available on and, and the pricing. Sure. Yeah. So Rescue can be found on all your favorite smartphone uh, uh, app stores. So we're on iOS app store for Apple. And then we're also on the Google Play Store for Google phones. And Rescue is only $5 a month if you go with the annual subscription. Um, there's other services that offer private dispatch that are in the you know, $30, $40, $50 a month range. But Rescue passes, one of our missions is cost savings and profitability for our community. So we offer the same dispatch at a very low cost rate to run our private dispatch center. And with the $5 a month, does that cover one individual or who does it cover? So we've extended the rescue subscription to work as per household basis. So if it was your spouse and two children or your spouse and two parents, uh, with one subscription, you could actually put it on multiple devices. And you put it on your device, and then I assume you'd want that app on the front page of your phone. That's correct. That is one of our, we don't like to tell people how to set up their customized settings for their smartphone, but that is one of the recommendations we do make is to have the app as closely available to you as possible. So if, if I needed to use it, I, I tap uh, the, the rescue app and then it's going to come up and, and do and say what? So you tap your, you tap exactly what service you'd like. So in this case, if I say ambulance, I hit ambulance. If I want to send it to my house, I have my home already defaulted as the primary location for emergency response. And then uh, help is being dispatched on the way, depending on who my local authority is. So, you know, I, it, rescue also works GPS. So if I happen to be in Washington, D.C. and I had a medical emergency, I could also get the local responders to 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 arrive. The other cool thing, Frank, is um, 
if I happen to be in Washington, D.C., and I saw something happening in my home in Southern California, I can hit home and I can hit fire department if my smart smoke detector detects a fire or smoke. I can send the fire department immediately to my house. If I were to be in Washington, D.C. and call 911, I would get local Washington, D.C. responders and local Washington, D.C. dispatch. And they couldn't help me with any needs that I would have from from an emergency response standpoint in Southern California. So there's a little bit of a gridlock there. With rescue, you can take it with you and monitor your home, self-monitor your home remotely, or you can take it with you and use it if you have an emergency at the location that you are. So in a sense, it can tie in with the different smart home security plans that you might have? There's more integrations on the way, but yes, in my community, in my smart home ecosystem now, if I happen to use a device that I really like uh, that monitors a certain threat level or monitors something and I'm self-monitoring, well, now you can self-dispatch based off of an alert or, or a triggered event that you need emergency services for. Where do people go for more info? Well, more information on rescue, you can find us on, on social media at Rescue Saves Lives, or you can go to our website, www.rescuesaveslives.com. And again, it's R-E-S-C-U-SavesLives.com. Leave that E off, rescuesaveslives.com. Paolo Piscatelli, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thank you, Fred. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, Without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC Skywave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.